Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Authentic Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and today I have a really fun guest because she's actually my big Mallory, Mallory Wise. Hey! I met her at the very beginning of my college career when I, I don't really know, I just said college career, but college experience where I didn't really know very many people, and she... Um, very quickly welcomed me into Christian Community and The Refuge and Pi Fi, and I'm just so lucky to get to know her and be her friend. And so I'm really excited. We're going to be talking about going through heartbreak and difficulty and things like that, so I hope that you'll enjoy. But before we get started, um, just so everyone knows, um, just let us get to know you. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, so um, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana, which is North Louisiana, about three hours from Baton Rouge. I'm a senior at LSU studying digital advertising with art minor. Um, and I love my friends and being outside. I love the camp that I work at um, and Pilates. You love really Pilates. do love Pilates these days. <laughs> I went this morning. <laughs> I need to go with you one day. I still have to do it. We did it. I have done it with you before, but I need to do it with you this semester. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so before we get into the specific question, just kind of take us um, through your testimony. Yeah, so um, for me, I grew up with divorced parents. Um, they got divorced when I was really, really young. And I um, just, my dad, he was like the dad, the parent, like the godparent. We always went to church with him. And like mom's house was kind of like a break from church. But I just started to like get a lot more involved um, in my church when I was like in middle school and then like in high school. Um, but I will say like, for a majority of my high school like time, I was the hypocritical Christian who like wanted to do both of like partying and like going out and like hanging out with my friends and like falling into like that sin. Um, but also like going to church and like being like involved and like serving there and like being like the face that like I wanted people to see me as is like the girl that went to church, but only at church. Um, so yeah, but then like going into my senior year, I became more aware of my faith and like wanted to change that and just wanted to pursue God more. And so I started doing that, um, the summer before my senior year and like felt like a lot better of a Christian, but not like that, like my faith was my own just yet. Um, and then I went to college and whenever I started college, I was dating a guy who, um, didn't last very long, but he was someone who wanted not like to control, but he just had like a lot to like say about what he wanted me to do and what he wanted me to not do. And he was older than me. So like me being young and like naive, I was just like, okay, like I'm going to listen to him. And like, to be fair, like he was just like, I don't want you to drink. I don't want you to go out. Like, I just want you to be safe. But like we broke up about two weeks into college, ended up falling into the party scene and like um, just started to party hard and like was in a sorority and was going to date events and like guys were noticing me. But one thing I do remember is like that I told myself, I was like, I'm not going to like deal with guys. I'm not going to like do any of that because I was just like, I just want to break from them. Um, and then the end of my fall semester, my first semester in college, I went to a fraternity event. It was like literally the last day of the semester, right before I was going home for the break. And I ended up getting like really, really drunk and it was one of those drunks where it's like, you don't really remember what happened, but like you remember like the bad things that happened. And one night, like 
at one point in the night, like, there's a guy who got, like, super handsy with me and, like, just kind of was, like, trying to take me home with him. Um, and a lot of people, I just remember, like, stepping in. And I just remember, like, getting free from him and then, like, running to the bathroom, falling onto the ground, and then just in tears. And I just remember praying and being, like, Lord, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? What, like, like help me understand, like, how to be better and, like, not do this anymore because I hate this. It's not fun. I don't want to be this girl anymore. And so I went home for break and kind of worked on that and then came back my fr- my freshman year, second semester, and still like went out and like still went to date events. I didn't like drink to get drunk. I just drank to be like social, but um, thought that I was okay and that I was good, but like definitely just like stepped right back into like the same people, the same crowd, but just wasn't like getting drunk. So I thought I was fine. And then COVID happened and COVID, I feel like changed everybody's like faith and like just made them question everything. Um, And for me, it was one of those things where I was just like, okay, I am working at Pine Cove this summer and like, I just want to get back on track with God and like figure that out. So that way I can like be good when I go to camp. And like, I went to camp, was there for two weeks and then it got shut down for COVID. I got COVID. I was in quarantine and I just reflected on everything that like God had taught me while being at camp and just like revealed to me so many things about like how to be a Christian, how to walk in faith and humility and like walk with community and like what community looks like and like how to pursue it and like how to share the gospel. And so went back sophomore year for college and immediately my first thing was like, okay, I got to surround myself with like Christian community. And so I started getting involved in community groups through my college ministry. I joined a discipleship group. I started going to actual church and not just like refuge. Um, And that just like was the first time that like I truly understood like the gospel and like my faith like became my own. Um, The end of my sophomore year, I ended up dropping my sorority. Um, And it wasn't anything like, oh, like bad blood, like anything like that. Like I love my old sorority and like the girls in it. And like, I love Lauren, like Lauren, my sorority brought me Lauren and brought me a lot of people. Um, but it was just, I had to pull like the temptation out of my life. And so that's where dropping the sorority came in and financially it just like was impossible for my family. But from then on, I just, my walk with the Lord hasn't been perfect, but my faith finally did become my own and I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm not perfect, but yeah, that's basically my testimony. That's a really long testimony, but (laughs) (laughs) so yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, So kind of like after hearing all that and hearing your story and also just like specific conversations we've had, I know you've had to trust the Lord often throughout your life, um, you know, where he's told you no or taking you down paths, you know, you didn't really think you'd be walking on like For example, I'm sure you'll get into this, but like changing your major and things like that. So how do you trust the Lord through these big moments? Yeah, so um, three big moments that have happened in the past two, three years of my life is dropping my sorority. I changed my major, my junior year of college, and I just recently broke off an engagement. Um, And the Lord just like really like trusting him. I was like, couldn't have been like none of this could have been feasible without trusting God, um, without like spiraling if I didn't have trust in God, but just being honest with myself and with God through prayer and confession and going to scripture for truth. And, um, I think going to scripture was the biggest one for me. Cause it's just like, okay, I know that that's true. And like, not letting like the lies that like the devil or like the world, the world is like put into my head and like letting me go down those like spiral of thoughts. So, yeah. Yeah. So like when you're kind of like, 
making those big decisions, how did you slash like, how do you discern that? Like it's the Lord's voice telling you to do these things versus your own. Cause I think that's like a thing a lot of girls struggle with is like, you know, kind of, how do you tell that? Um, so if you could just kind of go into that. Yeah. So someone I go to a lot is my dad. Um, when I'm like trying to like work out my thoughts and he actually helped me answer this. So I'm going to give him like a little shout out because he like made my thoughts into words, but basically like, um, there's always two sides to knowing like when, it's your voice or the Lord's. And so one of them is just like, when you know, you know, like, you know that it's the Lord, like, it's just, that's an obvious answer. And like, kind of an answer that like, everyone's like, Ugh, well, <laughs> how's that help me? But I think the other time when you know that like, it's the Lord's voice is when you're questioning it. Um, you like the only time that you question a decision is when there's not an obvious answer. And something my poppy always says is that when you're praying, um, there's always, God has three answers. It's yes, no, and not right now, um, or maybe. Um, but I think when you're questioning a decision or something that's hard in your life, that's the Holy Spirit working within you saying like, hey, like we need to wait and like we need to think about this and we need to process this. And like when you're waiting or you don't know, that's when you like go to the Lord in prayer and like you go and like seek wise counsel, whether it be like a mentor, discipleship leader, friends who are following the Lord, um, that's like what I typically do. Um, and I'm also like a person who likes to like process things out loud and like write it out and like visualize it. And so like journaling is also a big thing for me. Um, but with all that being said, like the hardest part about it is like waiting and trusting God, but it's encouraging to know that like God is looking out for you. And like, he, like, he's looking out for you and what will be like the best decision for he'll know the best decision for you even when you don't see it in the moment so yeah yeah i think that that's like sometimes something hard for people to believe when they're like making these big decisions is like they don't always fully believe that the lord like has their best interest yeah at heart um so i think it's like just a constant reminder you have to remind yourself yeah um is that like the lord really does have your best interest at heart and like i don't most of these listeners do go to LSU, not all of them, but like a good amount. And so like, if any of y'all were at women's conference, kind of just the theme of that is like, yeah, the Lord does have plans for good. And like, when you're following him and when you're accepting that invitation, like it's not going to like look perfect or how you think it's going to look, but it's going to end up exactly how it's supposed to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think that your life is like a very good example of that. And like a good example for girls to be able to like look up to and like just kind of see. Yeah. I was kind of just rambling there. I hope that that made sense. <laughs> no, yeah, it did. It okay, did. because was I was good. trying to, like, formulate my words, but I was like, okay, I'm very tired, and I don't know <laughs> if this is going to make sense to anyone listening, so hopefully the word is no, that. yeah, that was good. Um, but anyways, so obviously we talk about an example of heartbreak. I mean, breaking off an engagement is obviously, like, a huge deal, and um, so that can lead to loneliness, and so how did the Lord sort of meet you in this loneliness and heartbreak? Yeah, um... This was like a hard question for me to answer because I was like, I feel like after my breakup, I wasn't like the typical like, oh my gosh, I'm like depressed. I'm sad. Like I need to just like be in my bed and like not talk to anybody and like hide myself away. And like I knew like my breakup was a very long process. And so like it lasted for I think five weeks or so. But I think throughout that time, there was a part of me that just like knew like, okay, if we do break up like how am I going to handle it and like I'm also someone who's never like experienced like a huge like 
like traumatic thing like this it has gone through like a heartbreak of any kind like anything like that and so I think like my first thought was like okay I don't want to be like this girl who's like sad and heartbroken and like like you can be heartbroken and be sad but like I don't want I didn't want to be the girl that like just became like a hermit and like just isolated herself because I knew like that's not what the Lord wanted for me and like um so I think like the Lord truly did like bless me of like hey I have like I'm giving you peace and comfort with this decision and like and that's how I knew also that it was the right decision but because there was so much peace and comfort from it um and he like blessed me with my friends and family who loved and supported me and like but they also like something else that was super encouraging throughout my breakup is that they also all of them like prayed for me and prayed for him and like prayed for us as like a couple throughout our relationship and throughout like the hardships that we had and like we prayed the prayer of like hey lord like if this is like your decision and if this is what you're calling like mallory to do and like if this is what you want for them then like make that evident and so um that was just something and like I was extremely terrified and like nervous and like what people would say and like God exposed my pride to me and like he humbled me and just gave me strength to not drag it out anymore and like um he like God met me like in my fears my doubts and like the unknowns and the dark thoughts and he just pulled me out of them before I could even get there and so it was it was it's just a really cool experience even though like it sucked but like it was a really cool thing to like see how evident the word was in all of it so yeah, it's so, like, cool to hear you talk about it in, like, I don't know, I I just think you're awesome, so it's just cool to hear you talk about it, but um, specifically, do you have any advice for other girls where, like, I don't know, the Lord might be telling them to do things like break up with their boyfriend or change their major or drop their sorority, and, like, um, you know, they're just kind of stuck in the, like, what should I do? I'm scared. I've had a lot of conversations recently about um, girls, especially in terms of breaking up with their boyfriend, and so... Um, I was just wondering like what specific advice you had for them. Yeah, I think like something that I don't know. I just like you I was reading this question and I was like I don't know like how to just give like solid advice and then I was just like I don't I was like Lord, give me something to say. And then, <laughs> so I I think it was just the biggest thing to me was just like have solid friends who are believers um who are going to support you and guide you and call you up in those hard times and like two of my best friends literally did that for me like um towards the end of my relationship and so it was just really cool to like like I wasn't mad at them I wasn't angry at them but like they did like question like hey is this the right thing right now like we're not questioning whether or not like you should get married but it's like hey is this right for right now and so that was just like something where I was like wow that's such a blessing because like it saved me from like getting into a marriage that like I wasn't ready for and so that was just really cool like getting to experience love like that and like from my friends that I've never experienced before. Um, But with something like your major, if you're struggling to like figure that out, whether or not like you should change it or what, like um, my dad was someone who was like truly there for me during like that time, whenever I was struggling of like, should I change my major? Should I not? And for those of you who don't know, like my major was kinesiology and like I wanted to be a physical therapist. um, And I like loved physical therapy like it was just such a cool thing and like I just was so in awe of it um but I like something just like wasn't clicking and I was like why am I not like getting it like why am I not understanding like biology like I understood chemistry I loved chemistry loved math but I was like biology physiology I was like all the ologies I was just (laughs) like I don't know I was like I don't understand and like 
my dad was someone who helped me of just like, he kept asking me like, why do you want to do PT? Like, what is it about physical therapy that like you want to do so badly? And my answer was just always like, because it's personable and like you get to build relationships with your patients and like, you just get to help people. And my dad, like after saying, after him asking me that for like two, three weeks, he finally, and like me saying, answering that for two or three weeks, he finally was just like, Mallory, you don't need like physical therapy to do that. Like, what is it about physical therapy? And I just couldn't give an answer. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know. And it was one of those things where I was like, dad, just tell me the answer. Like, stop making me try and figure it out. Just tell me. And then he finally did. But like, he gave me the answer and a question of like, are you trying to find security in the job and the income rather than security in the Lord? And that's when like my entire world just like flipped. And I was just like, whoa, like, I was like, oh my gosh, why don't you hit me with like a wall or something? Like, that was just (laughs) insane. But yeah, I was just like, I didn't, need the job or the financial success to like build relationships with those people I just needed to trust God and like that was where I was like okay that's why I need to change my major and so I did so yeah yeah that's really good um I'm definitely gonna write that down um (laughs) so in terms of like tangible tips or like things that girls can do like when they're going through heart bait heart heartbreak, excuse me, or having friendship issues or, you know, not getting accepted in something they desired, you know, they're going through these difficult seasons or heartbreaks. Like, do you have tangible tips, like physical, like action steps, I guess you could say that girls could do. Um, this is also another thing where I was like, I don't want to like give a cliche answer, but it's like, I'm going to have to. And (laughs) so like my cliche answer is it's going to be okay. And like your world is not over, even though it feels like it. And like, I know so many people that are just like, I wish I could look back at like my 15 year old self or like me in high school, just being like, none of this matters. Like, it's okay. Like you're going to be fine. And that's like what I'm trying to like reiterate to people going through like these decisions of like, what should I do? Um, And like, what if like X, Y, and Z happens? And so it's just like one of those things where it's like, like you're, you're going to find the right friends. You're going to find the right guy and the right people, but none of that can be done without trusting in the Lord. And like, that was like, something I wish someone would have told me like when I was 17 years old, but obviously as a 17 year old, you're spiritually not mature enough, most likely to like understand that and to like actually get it. But um, another piece of advice I could, I could say is like, just don't let like the approval of man or peer pressure from the people around you determine the outcome of your own decision. Um, I was so worried whenever I was trying to decide if I wanted to change my major that like, People were going to think, like, that I was dumb or I was stupid or that, like, I wasn't the STEM girl that, like, I wanted to be. And I wanted to be, like, smart and capable of doing that. Um, But that's just not where the Lord had me. Like, my identity, like, I'm not stupid. Like, God had just gifted me in other ways. And that's, like, he's gifted me with creativity. And so that's where I'm, like, using my gift that the Lord's given me in my new major. And, like, I wasn't able to use that in kinesiology. And so, but with... um like a breakup, I let like the fear of what the world was going to say about me and him and like our relationship dictate like the entirety of the breakup. And so I like was so like, I just didn't want people to see me as the girl that like got engaged, but never married. And like, I was scared that like, no one would like love me the way that he did. So I was doing everything I could to like try and control the outcome when it was literally impossible because I am not God. Um, But like, we can find rest in knowing that like, God will always 
like God always knows the outcome and he always knew the outcome. And like, he knew that I was going to drop my sorority. He knew I was going to change my major and he knew that I was going to end my engagement. And like, like you should be glad that like things don't always go your way because God's way is like always better. And so that's just, it's a hard thing to like grasp and like in the moment be okay and like understand and like have comfort in. But it's like once you're out of it and like once you've made the decision, you can look back and be like, okay, yeah, praise God that like I made this decision. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And I hope that people truly um, take it to heart um, because it's really good and solid advice. Um, yeah. Um, so did your relationship with the Lord kind of change during these different seasons as well as like did your relationship with others change as well? Yeah, so um, with my major, I think my relationship with God, like, changed for the better. I mean, obviously, it all changed for the better. But (laughs) um, with my major, it was, like, easy to, like, trust God and be like, okay, yeah. I started to, like, see my purpose. And I was saw, like, just a change in, like, attitude and being happy to go to class and learn from my professors and build relationships with my classmates. And um, with our major, like, MassCom, you're – always in groups and like always doing group projects every semester and no matter what class you're in and that was something I didn't get in kinesiology it was a very like isolated um major and so with like groups like you're able to have the opportunity to build relationships with them and like invite them to church and like I've done that and it's just a cool like opportunity to be a light and God's given me the opportunity to be a light in those group activities and projects um and then something else of just like the pressure of being a physical therapist and like being financially stable and having that title was just gone. And it was one of those things where I just came, became content in knowing that like, no matter what I end up doing, I know that I'll be able to use like my major for the Lord because with PT, it's like, okay, you're just like consolidated to just one job for the rest of your life. But with mass communication, like, wait, that's so weird. I've never said it like that. (laughs) With MassCom, you're like able to, um, to like have so many different opportunities, whether that's going into ministry and like doing camp ministry or college ministry or going and working for a corporate America job in an advertising firm, like no matter what it is, like it's, I'm able to use it. So yeah. And then um, with my breakup, that was a much different experience um, with the Lord because right after the fact, I knew that it was the right decision. And like I said earlier, just like God had brought me so much peace and comfort and I just felt protected and um just loved by god and like the people around me um but for about four months or so i just didn't want anything to do with god like i wasn't i wasn't mad i wasn't angry at him or my ex but like i just it was like one of those things is like okay i know like god loves me i know he cares about me i know he has my best interest at heart but i just like didn't like i just struggled to trust god again and like trusting God is so scary, especially after going through something like breaking off an engagement. And like, after that trust was broken, like, I was like, how in the world am I supposed to like, trust any man ever again? And let alone like God. And then one day, like after break, I came back to school. And like, I remember being at um, our leadership weekend before the semester started. And I just went up to one of my best friends. And I was just like, hey, I'm like, not good. Like, I haven't read my Bible. I haven't prayed. I like, and I just remember her asking like, why? And I was just like, I don't know. And then she was like, I think, I think you do. And I, and she just was like, why? And I was like, I, 
I just haven't been trusting God. And she was like, okay, why? And so I was just like, okay, well, um, it was just one of those things I was like, yeah, why haven't I been trusting God? And then I remember going back that night and just like praying to the Lord and just being like, God, like, give me the desire to trust you again. Like, I don't want to like be upset at you. I don't want to like not trust you. I want to see you as like my father. I want to see you as someone that like can lead me and like lead my life. And like, I want to see that and like feel that again. So like expose it to me. And so, yeah, but like one of the biggest things is like trusting God means you have to be vulnerable and vulnerability is just something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, and like, it's not just being vulnerable, like with God, it's being vulnerable with yourself and with the people around you and like not letting like the fear of judgment or whatever it is, like get in the way of that. And so it was whenever I confessed that I was not able to trust God to myself and to the Lord and to my friends that I was just like, actually like in awe of like, okay, yeah, that's so like true. So yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm like still working on it. And like, I'm still like trying to figure out the balance and like trusting God and trusting man. But I can fully say that like, I know that like the Lord has got me and like, yeah. So that was a very long answer. No, but it was a really good answer. I'm glad that you said all of it. Um, sort of the last like intentional question, I guess you could say before we move on um, that I wanted to ask is um, just specifically about identity, because I know you kind of mentioned even in like talking within this podcast, how it was is easy to put your identity in things like your sorority and your major and like not wanting to be like, quote unquote, like, d- like seeming dumb and things like that. So how do you make sure your identity is rooted in the Lord and not a relationship, a major, a job, a sorority, or anything like that? Um, yeah, so I think, like, first thing is the biggest question you should ask yourself is where is your security? Is it in the Lord? Is it in the world? Is it in another person? Because for me, for a long time, it wasn't in God. It was in everything else but God. Um, and so with, like, my major, I said earlier, just, like, trying to find security and that and like making the most money and having a good job because I was so stressed about having to provide for myself or my family one day and like that was something that's like a part of my testimony I didn't really share it was just like my family struggled financially growing up and so it was it's always been like a fear in the back of my head of just like no I have to like make the most money and I have to have the best job so that way like my kids can like grow up and like not have to worry a cent like about a cent of money and like so I think for me I was just like okay, I'm trying to find security for myself, but it's not that it's not my job. It's God's. And like my job is to trust God and that God will provide those things for me and my family and that like none of it can be done without him. And then um, with my engagement, like my future marriage, I was also trying to find security in that Um, we were long distance. And I think both of us were so like fixated on the idea of like, being in the same place and being at the same time. And like, I think I don't want to speak for him, but like, I thought like the only answer was to get married. Um, And so that's like one of the biggest things um, that I learned is that marriage isn't going to fix your problems like God is. And like, that's something, again, I think a lot of like Christians, especially single Christians or Christians who are dating, like just any Christian (laughs) at some point in their Christian walk, like they know, like, okay, yeah, marriage doesn't fix your problems. But it was, like, one of those things It's like, okay, I know, I know that. But, like, I didn't actually, like, understand it until I was, like, 
put in that. And so I think that was something. Um, and so, yeah, so like, it's like the second you place your hope and security in a person is the second that that person is more important than God. And like that, and that's when God becomes second. And that's what you want to avoid. And like, that also isn't fair to that person because you're placing a burden on them that they didn't even ask for. Um, and so I like want to say just like something that a piece of scripture that always like helps me and like helps me better understand this um, concept is Proverbs three, five through six is trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And so that's just something I want to end with of just scripture of like dwelling in truth is always better than relying on your own feelings. Um, at women's conference this past weekend at our college ministry, um, a girl named Isla, she talked about singleness. And one of the things that she said that just like stuck out to me a whole lot was just be glad that things don't always go your way sometimes because God's way will always be better than yours. So, so yeah, that was so good. Um, and it's just awesome to see the Lord um, use you to help these girls, even though it's, was something so negative, you're able to use it to um, help encourage and teach others. But before we kind of move on, um, could you just kind of pray for everyone listening and specifically those people who may be going through difficult times where it's not easy to trust God? Yes. Um, Dear Lord, thank you so much just for this opportunity to use a platform like this to just share wisdom and advice and just hardships um, and that you're using me as a vessel and Lauren as a vessel. Um, I just pray to anyone who's listening, that um, what they heard us speak about today just wasn't from me, but was from you and that they can just rely on you and trust that your way is better and that they can trust that um, you have their best interest at heart and that um, throughout the hard decisions, they can lean on you and lean on truth and scripture and friends and family who love you and can help guide them throughout the hard decision making. Um, we love you so much and thank you so much for allowing your son to come and die so that we could have a relationship with you. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So before we um, close, I've just been trying to do this more with guests. It's just kind of talk about like some of my favorite things because I think it's like a fun little moment. Um, so I just have like four that I want to ask you. Um, so <laughs> um, what is your favorite store? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite store is like target i hate like saying that but i'm like i love target so much and i hate that it's so far it's literally like 25 minutes from campus and it makes me so mad but yeah i love a good target run it has everything clothes food everything all of it then what is your favorite brand um i think you could honestly just answer this (laughs) for me but outdoor voices and since I knew you were going to say this, <laughs> what is your favorite Outdoor Voices piece? I of, like calling that you own. Yes, I am a huge fan of the original exercise dress. It's cute. It's fun. It's like something you can whip out every now and then. It's like not something you can wear all the time. So like when you do get to wear it, it's just like it's you know it's a good day. So <laughs> yeah. And then last question is just like, what is your favorite product? So like do with this question what you will, because that can mean a lot of things, but. Yeah, whenever I was like trying to think of something, I was like, what does she mean? Like, I'm not a product girl. Well, um, someone asked me that in the Q&A that I did and I was like, product? Well, okay, I'm just gonna, I like said a million things. I said like my Stanley cup, but then also like what I put in my hair. So like a product could really be anything. Yeah, well, I do own a Stanley cup. I don't even brush my hair usually in the mornings. Um, <laughs> I 
I don't know. Well, okay. I put, this is what I, I said originally, was Sonicare electric toothbrush. Wait, I just got an electric toothbrush, so yeah. I'm very into them right and now. And I wanted to say that and shout out my best friend, Katie Jordan, because <laughs> Homegirl recommended it to me. And it's literally like $17 on Amazon. And like, it's the best. Like, I love it. And so... Yeah, that was, like, because I was thinking about, like, products, like, in my bathroom and all this stuff, and so I was, like, I don't have, like, beauty products. I use, like, drugstore makeup, like, so, yeah. So, Sonicare Electra Toothbrush. Check it out if you're looking for one. <laughs> well, subtle plug. to be vulnerable and honest, I actually have gingivitis. Well, like, I haven't been to the dentist, like, yet for sure, but Mallory Fernandez. No, it's okay. I laugh at myself, and everyone's laughing at me, but Mallory Fernandez, who, she actually has a podcast episode, but she's studying to be a dentist and like also works at a dentist office and I like sent her pictures and like explained my symptoms and she was like yeah you probably have gingivitis and my mom also confirmed which I'm sorry if that grosses anyone out or is like TMI <laughs> or is like weird but because I do brush my teeth like I think it's of just because I yeah, don't I, sure. I hate saying I probably should, my mom's gonna be mad when she listens to this and it's like why did you put this online well if lizard girl hears this <laughs> then she's just being herself she's being vulnerable Miss Liz. <laughs> well I haven't been flossing every day Anyways, all that to say is I also bought an electric toothbrush to help. Okay. So I'm going to try that one out <laughs> okay. and see if it's good. What brand is it? I have no idea. Okay. It's from, my mom bought it for me when she was in town for Walgreens, oh, but it's really shout good. Shout out Miss Liz. Love her She mom. has an episode herself too. Lauren has the best mom ever. She's great. Oh, I, I would say so. Yeah. Um, But anyways, on that note, <laughs> I hope that y'all um, gained some more wisdom in terms of where to put your identity and trusting the Lord in heartbreaking, difficult moments. And also what toothbrush to get next time you're <laughs> looking for one um but thank y'all so much for listening yeah thank y'all thank you mallory so for fun. being on here and um i'll see every i always see say see everyone but like i'm not actually see everyone and no one's gonna see me also i just wanted to say if anyone out there is like struggling with like a hard decision or trying to figure out like how to put your identity in the lord like please like feel free to reach out to me whether it be like instagram dm group me dm like I'll send you my number. I don't want to like make it public on here, but because you never know who's listening. But if you want to DM me, my Instagram's like Mallory Jane Wise. Um, so yeah, but I would love to chit chat and just be a light and a guide if you're needing that. So yeah. Aww. Well, thanks everyone um, for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day and week. Bye. Bye.